Renny Thomas, and you are tuning into Water Tree, a weekly podcast where the leaves are green and the roots are spread by the living waters. Hey, welcome back to another episode here in Water Tree. And another episode in our season of the practicality of homemaking. Now, if you're new here, my name is Rennie Thomas, and I made this podcast for homemakers based off of the verse from Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. I'm talking about the trees, and how we should be those trees that draws its source of life from God. So I hope today that the Lord may speak to you and give you living water that you may flourish and grow into the character of your Savior. So today we have a guest speaker. Um, Well, I found her online because I couldn't find one guest speaker to speak on this topic. So um, her name is Carolyn Rainey and she has her, well, her and her husband has this ministry called The Home Place. So if you ever have the chance to look it up, they are on Facebook and also on YouTube. And uh, she has the series for moms and I decided to plug it in to our episode here. Um, and I asked her for permission and um, she was so gracious to give me the permission um, and the opportunity to publish it here on our podcast. So I hope you enjoy this episode on balancing children and chores. How do you not lose the joy in motherhood when you're trying to make sure the house is clean, you're cooking healthy meals and the children are well trained? I would not trade my job for anything, but I often feel discouraged as I look at what I did not get done at the end of the day. How many of you can relate to that? I can really relate to that when our children were younger and I really sympathize because somehow we earnest moms think that we are superheroes and if we don't meet the ideal that we've set for ourselves, then we're complete failures at this whole mom parenting thing. And maybe we've just set ourselves a standard that's not realistic. I would be tempted and have to battle with the temptation to lament in the day by the end of it all the things that we didn't achieve, that I particularly didn't achieve in the home and with the children. and. I would end up focusing on that and Paul would really encourage me to put my focus on what we did do, what the children did accomplish rather than going down what we would call the negative spiral where it just got more and more negative. And if we're not careful, if we focus ourselves there, then we become a lot harder on the children. I know I would tend to do that somehow, taking out the frustration of my lack of accomplishment that I felt I had on the children and making it harder on them. So just wanting to encourage you, really understand this. This is not a fun place to feel that you are. So if this is you, mom, I just want to encourage you. We have some practical tips today on really how we can work with this 
thought and how we can get past this. And I want to start off by a really great quote. The quote is from the book Adventist Home and it's page 267. And it says, she may for want of time neglect many things about her house with no serious evil results, but she cannot with impunity neglect the proper discipline of her children, she being mom, of course. So did you catch that? We can neglect many things, but whatever we do, we don't want to neglect our children. And you know, when it talks about the proper discipline, it's not really the, the way that word is used in our culture today, the discipling, the training, the nurturing of our children. So that might be all you need right there to be encouraged. We can neglect the cleaning of our homes and the things about our homes to a degree and not to but if we don't neglect our children, that is the key thing. So I hope you're encouraged even by that thought. Now I'm gonna look at 10 practical tips, snappy, quick, hands-on things that we can do to help us, to encourage us in this, that we don't have to feel dragged down by the end of the day, by here I go again, another day with things I didn't get accomplished. So first and foremost, pray for wisdom, to know what priorities to have at this stage in your life and in your family. God has the wisdom. He knows what is important and what is, sometimes we take on burdens that he never gave us, that we somehow feel we've got to roll out. And so go to him. That's number one. It's got to be the, all, the most important one of all. And then don't try to live up. Number two, don't try to live up to unrealistic expectations. Your mom, not superwoman. Let's try to keep that in mind. We all of us want to be that way, but sometimes we, we um, really need to recognize, let's not be unrealistic in what we're trying to achieve here. And number three, get your hubby. If you're a single parent, I understand that you and the Lord will be very much working hand in hand, as you will even if you are, there are two of you in the home, but if you're a single mom, you and the Lord are gonna be very much in prayer and working together with this. But if there's two parents in the home, get your hubby involved in what you're trying to achieve so you're on the same page so that he doesn't look around and go, huh, well, how come X, Y, and Z? This used to happen before we had children. Help him to understand I'm doing the very best I can to achieve what I'm trying to achieve. And here's what I think are my priorities. And you can discuss those. He can help you to, my hubby's great at this. I'll have my ideas about what I'm going to do. And he'll come and say, you know what, sweetheart, what about this and this? And if you just tweak this here, and he's usually right. So I'd encourage your hubby. He's a little bit more able to stand back from the situation and see what you're up against. And I think most husbands encourage us as moms as wives, that we are overachievers. We're trying to do too much, putting too many burdens upon ourselves. And often they're trying to be more realistic with us. So listen to him, he's probably got a lot of good stuff to say. Number four, make a simple plan each day and resist the temptation to lament on and to mull over and be upset about the things you didn't get done at the end of the day. So start out with a plan. Here's what I'm going to achieve today. And if you didn't achieve it, roll it on to the next day. It's just like anybody, any kind of occupation. You know, if your husband works in an office, he doesn't get everything done in a day that he plans to do. He just comes back to work the next day and picks up where he left off. And I know some of these things we can't roll into the next day, but some of those things we can. So don't be dragged down by dwelling on what you didn't do. Make a simple plan for your day. 
Number five, using labour-saving devices, things that will make life a little bit easier. A dishwasher, a washing machine, a dryer. Some of us don't have those things and there were times in our lives when we didn't have, haven't had those things but if you do make the most of using those a freezer where you can you know cook a cook up a couple of pies or something and then freeze one of them so you've got it for a couple of weeks down the line that you can do i would do a lot of that to just make life simpler use those things that we have available to us number six and this sounds a little bit like an opposite to how can this help us in trying to achieve a realistic goal. But number six, incorporate the children in what you're doing. Now, when they're really little and you're gonna make bread, maybe, and you are gonna get them involved, it's gonna be a big mess and they aren't gonna do a lot to help you. In fact, it'll take more to clean up from where they've been involved. But I really encourage you, firstly, if they're with you by your side along with you, you aren't having to come up with things for them to do when they're just little ones. And then as they grow, they will get a love and a joy and a pleasure out of doing these things. And they are learning how to take on part of the responsibilities of the home rather than they go over here and play and we spend our time doing all these things on this great list as they start to get older they can actually take responsibility for some of those things but if we don't start when they're little if, if your children aren't little today as you listen to this and you haven't started start right where you are they won't ever get any younger but if you start if you don't start when they're little you're gonna have to start when they're older and just to encourage you so our children are now 20 and 22 both out of the home both living in their own places serving the Lord and both know how to take care of home both know how to cook our son knows how to iron and do laundry and all these different things because at this stage whenever I could I brought them alongside me and my hubby would say don't worry about the fact that it's going to take you longer some things you won't do when they're little canning you don't worry about that when they're little he said until they can be helpers don't feel like they must be involved and you must do everything and they're actually kind of hinderers at the time making it complicated and more difficult for some of those things so incorporating the children whenever we can in what we're doing recognize the age and stage that your family is in and that your children are at and be at peace with where you are right now as our children were growing up and when they were really little I can still remember that there were a number of families that we were close to that had teenagers and I would be dumbfounded as I saw their teenagers fixing meals and taking responsibility for all kinds of things around the home and I looked on like wow I couldn't even imagine what that would be like to have children that were able to do those things and the temptation is to wish away those early years when it feels so much harder because oh when we get to that stage how much easier life will be well what I want to tell you is my children got to that stage and then boom they were off out there serving the Lord they're not home anymore and you know when you get to this stage then you're kind of wishing oh if only they were home and they were <laughs> little ones again so so be at peace with where you are and just accept that this is where I am and I'm going to make the best of this season of life and enjoy it as much as you possibly can here's a real practical one number eight figure out 
a few simple go-to meals that you can do that will work for all of you and just concentrate on doing those. So you're not doing the three course elaborate meals and baking, baking, baking up a storm and all the rest of it when you've got little tiny ones in the home in particular. And I know from, the, from Missouri, Montana, Michigan, each one of those moms has littles in the home, littlies. Um, not going to be able to be cooking up all kinds of fancy stuff at that stage and you know talk with your hubby about this and just guys if and i know some guys will be watching this recognize your wife isn't superwoman she can't produce all these different things be content with the spaghetti and the baked potato and the salad and some of these more simple things the soups and things that you can do and as i alluded to when i would bake I would bake five or six of a of different of a pie or quiches or different things and then put them in the freezer and they would they would be good for a good while there they were just kind of there so that's another way that you can make the best use of your time when you are at this stage in life number nine simplify the amount of stuff you're working with in the home when our children were really little, we realized they were actually much more content when they had just a simple toy box with, you know, a few things in there, but it wasn't like box after box after box stuffed with things. And when they would go, they were bombarded with all these choices. And then how do, how do they keep that tidy? How do you teach them to keep that orderly if you've just got so much stuff and it's not just about toys it can be about our things clothing all different kinds of things so what we did for the children was we would put away for a while you know if they if Caleb had six cars maybe these you know size like this six of those we would put three away and he used to have three that he played with and then we would switch those out or maybe it was dollies for Hannah and we would put some away bring some others out the stuffed toys and these different things jigsaw puzzles you name it and you know they were much happier that way they didn't have so much to have to kind of decide over and as they got to learning how to manage their stuff they weren't overwhelmed by all this stuff so another way in which we can kind of streamline things and just do the best we can to make this season that is a hard one with little people an easier season lastly if in doubt child training goes ahead of the work of the home of the housework that was number 10 so if in doubt training our children is the priority over fixing up our homes and there's a there's a quote here that i'd like to share again from adventist home and it's along the same lines as the first one is from page 191 and it says it is the cry of many mothers i have no time to be with my children then for Christ's sake, spend less time on your dress. Neglect, if you will, to adorn your apparel. Neglect to receive and make calls. Neglect to cook an endless variety of dishes. But never, never neglect your children. Isn't that beautiful? That, that I hope, gives you encouragement that, no, I don't have to be doing all of this stuff just the way I would if I didn't have children in the home and I could just make this the perfect place. Yes, that time will come, and when it does, you'll be wishing you had your children back in the home. <laughs> but just to encourage you, yeah, there may be you know certain things you will have to neglect, but put those things over to one side whilst you pour yourself in to your children, and you will never regret that. This is not a license for a sloppy home. 
just to balance this out. This isn't a license for us as moms to, we can just spend our time on Facebook now because we're not doing all this housework and meanwhile our children are still neglected. That isn't what this, this is about. This is still making an effort to have an orderly home, but realizing that there's only so much that we can do and asking God to show us where the priorities are. And lastly, remember to take a moment at the end of each day rather than doing what I would do by default if I didn't catch myself, rather than lamenting at the end of the day, I didn't do this, and I didn't do that, and I didn't do the other thing, and I'm just a useless mom, and I'm never gonna do this, and our family's never gonna make it, and you know how this whole thing can go. Instead of doing that, pause and take a moment to actively ask the Lord, show me what I achieved today. And you know something, I found that when I would do that and I would seek to dwell upon the victories that I'd seen my children have, I would be more inclined to encourage them with those victories and to, you know, build them up and lift them up in the, those areas rather than ignoring what they'd achieved and be forever lamenting over what they didn't yet accomplish. So taking a moment at the end of the day, we take that moment at the beginning of the day to make our plan for the day then taking a moment at the end to thank God for what he's done and to ask him to remind us what is there. God bless you and we'll see you again soon. Hmm. I don't know about you, but after listening to Carolyn, I feel like she knows the ordinary woman and I feel like she has been there before. So that really makes her a great coach for mothers and I'm an encourager also, especially for including the Lord in our homes and the things that we need to do um, and in our relationships. So if you want to hear more from Carolyn and uh, about her ministry, look them up on um, Facebook or YouTube. Type in The Home Place, The Home Place. And if you want to leave a comment or a question, Anchor app has a message function, but you can also leave me a message on my email provided on the description box. Well, I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode.